Yes, bitch, go ahead and let everybody know that the recording is in progress. <laughs> hello, 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 everyone. This is your host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, also known as Sebastian Adams. And from anybody who's seen any of my other shows, also Thought Keisha, well, other episodes, because, you know, Shane likes to call me Thought Keisha. Actually, it's a lot of friends who call me that. Anyways, today I have the homie, the wonderful, beautiful Adrian on the line. Hey, girl. So <laughs> now, Adrian, go ahead and well, let me just introduce uh, introduce you myself. So, Adrian and I, we go back to college, uh, freshman year at Mercer. Oh my God, such a long time ago. Ooh. You know, it's been 10 years. No, 10 11 years. years. <laughs> 11 10 years. years. Like, we even lived in the same building our sophomore year, Yo. which was phenomenal. That was the same year that we uh, all played with a bear. <laughs> it's <laughs> 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 Bruh. <laughs> Not too many people could say that they play with bear cubs in their lives, but we did. This a white people shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brought to you by a white person. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thank you. We we really did appreciate that. I don't know where she's at in her life these days, but that Bruh, was she had a baby. She had a baby? Uh-huh. Months ago. Uh-huh. Well, look and I was like, what, you looking for a daddy? I ain't no stepson. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, outside of that, Adrian, go ahead, let the world know about yourself. Also, some of the things you got going on that you were working on and everything. All right. Well, I mean, I'm Adrian, aka Drake, D-R-A-Y, all caps, because that's what I'm about, not capping. Anyway, that was like, <laughs> as you can see, like, I'm just, you know, a chill-ass, goofy-ass motherfucker that is just going to give it to you a honey. Like, I can't sugarcoat it. It is what it is. Um, many people tell me I am quite comical. I don't know. Judge for yourselves. But <laughs> I have two podcasts that I am working on. Uh, one is going to be my Choosing Violence podcast, which explores, you know, the alternate side of you know mental health um coping mechanisms and strategies you know most of the time they want you to woo saw breathe take a second think about why you're performing your action we could do that but i want to hear about the cases where we did all that and violence was still the best answer so that's Mm -hmm. what we're going to delve into and then i have another one that i am working on which is more of a like pop culture catch up, download, think piece type situation is still working on that one. Call home girls. And it's just, you know, day-to-day shit. Like what's you and your besties do? Friendships come in all kind of phrases, looks, sizes, nationalities, cultures, location. Like it's so broad. So like just that friendship across the spectrum. So be looking out for those. I have no ETA because bitch, I take it day by day. But when they do come out, um, <laughs> Mr. Scott will grace us with his presence. So y'all be looking for that crossover episode. 
child and I plan on being over there quite often because you know sometimes I want to revisit those moments where I chose not to choose violence and just go back and then actually do choose violence because mm-hmm. there's still some people that still deserves to have a uh, get their ass whooped by me and I'm ready to show up and you know back in back then I was all of a pacifist and whatnot but a motherfucker can get the ass beat. <laughs> That's all I know. Now you passing them fist. <laughs> Look, get the ass beat with a smile. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, you know what? That ass beating comes with personal growth. Oh. <laughs> That's the worst part. Look, sponsored ass whoopings. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so on today's episode, we are discussing online versus traditional dating. Um, and just to top it all off, which one of those do you personally prefer, like prior to going and getting into your relationship? Mm, well, honestly, I did prefer the in-person meetup situation because, you know, what you see is what you get for the most part. I mean, you can still be lying, you can still be capping, you can still be cap- capping, but, you know, it just depends on people with a better judge of character face-to-face, I feel. But after about five failed face-to-face meetups, I was like, all right, what would you online on that going on? Like, shit, what's this about? And no bullshit, dating online definitely like cuts through a lot of the bullshit. Like shit that you have to go on one or two dates to figure out. It's like, oh bitch, you like cats way too much. Next, like it's so easy. You know, <laughs> ain't no clarity in the world for me to fuck with you like that. We don't even have to meet. Crisis averted. Next. I'm you know, it's so efficient. I have to I have to cut it. Did you say bitch you got cats? <laughs> I said bitch, you like cats way too much. <laughs> oh, way too I much. I know. Yeah, I know that I'm not a cat person. I tried it. I want to punch the shit out that cat. I'm over it. I don't want no motherfucking cats. That See? is a boundary. I understand that because I know I'm not a cat person. I love dogs more than I like cats. And I also had a fear of cats as a child. Like I could be next to a kitten. Low key, I might in the older age, you know, adopt a little black cat because, you know, they are very adorable. But other than that, mm-mm. now, if you happen to be a cat person, that's cool and all, that's great, that's cute. We can be great friends, but I'm not trying to come home every single fucking day to a cat. So I'm with you on that. Uh, well, at least not at this point in my life. I'm not trying to come home to a cat. I like I like rodents. I want a hamster and I need to make sure that my hamster is still alive by the time I get home. So no cat. <laughs> yeah, that's a snack. <laughs> But I definitely agree that, you know, using online platforms really do help you, you know, get that, get to the root of things a lot quicker and see the bullshit for the bullshit that it is. And that's one of the major flaws with the, well, not major flaws, but a flaw within meeting someone face to face is that they can always put on a front. And yeah, you can put on a front online, but after a while, that real you comes out. So. Uh, and I think just doing the traditional way is a lot longer before that person comes out than doing it online. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I just really like the efficiency of online dating. Like, this is what I want. So I don't want this is where I'm at. Boom. And we could work out from there. Um, I was, honestly, at the end of the day, I am pro online dating because I've been my life on online dating. 
But um, yeah, it's definitely experience. I would say never not to try it and give it a go. Like you and me, motherfuckers face to face, risking Corona for like two years. Try to do it from the comfort of your home. You get your groceries in your home. Get your dick in your home. Your pussy or whatever else you want in y'all. I'm here for that. Amen. Um, <laughs> so, like you mentioned efficiency, and I know a good point for myself that improves the, the efficiency of any kind of online, you know, interactment is looking at people's profiles, seeing what they uh, talk about on that. Is that something that you looked at um, prior to your relationship or, you know? Yeah, for sure. If you took the time to do a actual profile, you know, fill in all the boxes, no gaps, no blanks, other than, you know, shit that you want to keep private or whatever. Cool. That tells me you ain't for everybody. All right. You can't apply pressure. You can't apply effort. You will do it should you see it necessary. Cool. Now, take the step up. Let's say you did a profile and you, you know, got it all color-coded, you got some cool memes, you got some stickers. Now I'm saying, okay, you a front-hearted person and you serious about what you like, what you like, you like, what you don't like, you don't like. Ain't no guessing what you, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Next, you got the, the next level. You took the time to color code, make it all cool. You got music that's popping, current hits. <laughs> and then your shit got little jokes and shit. You remember the culture, Beyonce shit up there. Like you just went the fuck out. I know that either A, you've been on here too long, or B, you are trying to get wiped up. And that may be something I'm into. That may not be something I'm into. Red, that green, red. They are all relative to the eye. Um, mm. But yes, I agree. Like, profiles are a good clue. You can draw so many conclusions. Now, all of that, none of that could be accurate, or it all could be accurate. It's all conjecture at this point. But I'm just saying, the possibilities are endless. Why not? brand yourself in such a way not mislead i said brand brand yourself in such a way that you attract what you are looking for the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression when it comes to sexual expression we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually for those who have not learned this by now the stuff you see in porn is not real Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Brand yourself in such a way that you attract what you are looking for. Yes. That that is that is a great point. Uh is that the profile is a great way to brand yourself, to invite people into who you are. Um now I was actually gonna <clears throat> Sorry, I was actually going to save this profile for my next uh, my next segment that's dealing with uh, my upcoming book, The Sneaky Links and Online Dating. But since I have you on, I just have to ask you about this one. Like, I'm, I'm OK with getting rid of this because this can be something else. But I saw this on Tinder and I just died. I was like, <laughs> hell no. So it says 
my girl kicked me out because I couldn't stop sleeping with prostitutes. So now I, I live with my mom trying to find my next supply to depend uh, my next supply to depend on. Four kids, four baby mamas. Helps if you're a single mom with kids so I can easily manipulate you. That's this mofo's profile. I mean, if you look at that and say, I can fix him. You're, you have other problems and you deserve to get what you get. You get what you get. Like, to you and I, the natural normal individuals that are just like, oh, hell no. Like, that's going to be a red flag. We're not even going to look twice. We're going to screenshot it and send it around like, yo, y'all seen this shit? Like, niggas is wild or bitches is wild. You know what I'm saying? But like, that motherfucker that's desperate for human interaction, human touch, human just wants to be loved, gets bombarded by all mm-hmm. the commercialism that human relation has become, they might see that and be like, shit, at least they honest, you know? If I get a hug, like, I'm good. and Dive right in. Right. It's it's a mixed bag. It's, it's whatever you... Your online experience is whatever you make it. That's a good point, because... <laughs> Low-key, I'm quite sure there's going to be somebody who's like, you know what, I appreciate the honesty and I'm okay and comfortable with getting engaged into that interaction with this person. Like you said, I can fix him or I could fix her, I could fix them. There are a lot of people out here just looking to fix somebody and I'm of the mindset that it's not your job to fix anybody, but sure, make it your job to get them into therapy or something of that nature to make sure that they find (laughs) someone who can fix them the best way that they can be fixed because that's not your duties. But like, it's the, it's the, so I can easily manipulate you part that really got me. And I'm like, "Mm, what? Even that, 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 that see coming from like a fuck nigga perspective, because yes, I do have that as well. Um, you just gave away free game, my nigga. Like, you don't tell them what the fuck you're going to do to get her all wrapped around you, my guy. Like, are you tired? Like, you just want to sit through to, like, hey, all of you bitches that can be played, make a line right here, single file, right here, the right left. Like, you, that, that's lazy. That's lazy as fuck. If you're going to manipulate someone, don't tell them how you're going to do it, unless right. you're a sadist, in which case, you need that. That's That's... That's the whole reason we're here. But um, <laughs> that's just weirdo shit right there. Me, I'm out. I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> Look, that's a, that's oh, a hard no. swipe left. Do not engage because I can't. I cannot. Like, if ugh. you made me have to question whether or not I should snitch on an online platform for the safety of others, what do I do with that? Not snitch, but really. <laughs> like, there's... there's and it's, it's crazy because I'm like, there are people out here that is just like that. Like, that is who they really are. And I, it's like, if that's who you are, it's, at least you are bold and accept who you are, in a sense. But I can't personally rock with that. And yeah, <laughs> I think what a lot of people need, most definitely when it comes to like profiles like that, is knowing your worth and what you're going to really pull, put up with. Because truth be told, that entire bio can be a full-ass lie. Uh, or revenge. Or revenge. got scorned by that person and they were just like, this is who I am, people. That's yeah. happened to me before. Oh, that, what? Oh, that's that, mm, tea. Tea just start boiling. Oh my God. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Pod down. Anyway, do I do I delve into the tea? Is that are the listeners? Is that what they need? Like, oh, of what do you mean, Maestro? <laughs> Let's go into it. So <clears throat> this was like sixth grade, seventh grade. Sexual awakening. I'm, I'm coming into myself. You know, puberty hit me. Boom, like a freight train. And I'm realizing that the thing that gets me so, so, so excited is pussy. Not the actual visual of it, honestly. Because, I mean, nah, they're not that great to look at. To me. Don't cut me off in the comments. Though. But uh, just like the act of wooing a woman and falling in love with her, like, Getting a perfect stranger to see me and go, I want to know what that's about. And then as the level progressed, I'm in your pants. Like, that shit was beautiful. And I was addicted to that. Like, I like that. Does that make me gay? Probably. Like, on some spectrum. I don't know. I'm going to just claim it. But the fact of the matter is, I love falling in love. Um, so, seventh grade Adrian is at a private school. I'm on, not the only nigga, but it's like maybe five, seven black kids in the whole school. Everybody else, Lily White, right? <clears throat> so, there's this one girl, we'll call her Joanna. <laughs> so, Joanna, the sweet Southern Baptist girl, you know, but like when I seen her, I was like, She's taller than me. She's older than me. She was in the 10th grade. I was in the 7th grade. Or was she in the ninth grade? She was in the ninth grade. We took it apart. So she was there, whatever, and we locked eyes. And she had the most beautiful blue eyes I've ever seen. And an Aryan princess. Sorry, sisters. I wasn't into y'all yet. <laughs> I grew up rich, okay? That's not to say y'all not rich. Oh, my God. Burn it. Make it better. What I'm saying is, I'm going to awaken later. The third eye is closed, but I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> I don't know if you got to cut that out. If you do, I'm sorry. I know that. that is hilarious. <laughs> bang, the Aryan princess is fine. All right? So, we lock eyes. Bam, bam. Blue, brown, brown, blue, brown, blue. You're black. I'm white. I'm white. You black. What's up? <laughs> like... All of that interchange. She blushed. Her cheeks turned red. And I was like, oh shit, is she sick? Like, I was, I didn't know, you know, that white people blush when they like you. Like, I didn't know that. You know, I'm fresh in the game. Like, I just got to you three months ago. What's up? Like, I'm just here. So, (laughs) anyway, I seen her, Joanna, cute as fuck. All right. At the same time, the very next week, I met a girl named Tara. (laughs) <laughs> bro if they hear this show, one of them is gonna be like what the fuck and the other one's gonna be like i know this motherfucker did not just spill our tea and then tell me shit tell baby you know who you are <laughs> and it's not personal all right it's all love i'm helping my friend dr vernon t scott it's for science all right. Anyway. I'm screaming. Okay. So I met Tara. Tara was like the opposite of Joanna, right? Mm-hmm. So Tara was like, you know, she had brown eyes, but she was like a, a, a sexy, like, carrot Underwood, but like six feet tall, just, just, like, just, like, just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just some country ass shit, but not like, not gross country, just like sexy country. <laughs> 
All right, so we got sexy country it's and we got country. church girl <laughs> with a secret, right? So what did old Dre do? Well, <clears throat> I fucked with both of them <laughs> simultaneously. Again, I am sorry, y'all. I really am. I'm not that guy no more. I fucked with both of them simultaneously. Needless to say, a woman knows, all right? And you would think a woman that likes women would know how much a woman would know. But no, <laughs> I didn't know. They found out because they both were on the volleyball team, of which I also was on, just to fuck the kids. Anyway. <laughs> hold up, hold up. So you was being messy too? <laughs> I can't. Private school. <laughs> what I'm going to do? You're right. I was already right. at the top of my class. It wasn't else, nothing else to learn. So I'm going to just fuck around with the bitches. Right? So. Good point. I fuck with them simultaneously. They found out. XYZ. They confront me. I go y'all right like that's what happened they go how could you i go how can't we they go what you mean i'm like but we can do it like <laughs> we y'all like me i like y'all why does it got to stop y'all now no we can make this real organized we can get it together no one's left out in a day of rest for me child if I, Tara if was I into rights, it if i had the rights <laughs> to play it again <laughs> <laughs> Tara, Tara was low-key feeling it, possibly thinking about it, but but Joanna was like, hell no. Nah. And I was like, oof. You said no to me. And I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent the summer trying to get Joanna back, which I did. Long story short, we fucked around for a few years. And she's doing great. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the story was... Around school, all the girls knew that I was a player because they told everyone that I was a player. And I'm just like, y'all didn't even want people to know that y'all like fucking gay. Like y'all ain't y'all aren't even gay. Y'all just can't. I'm irresistible to you, and you can't stand your white curiosity. You want to know what this Coco King is about, and I am willing to educate you. Reparations. Not I will stop with reparations. I'm done. <laughs> I will stop fucking white women when y'all issue my funds to my account. I'm with SunTrust now. Truist. <laughs> Bitch, me too. <laughs> Speaking of which, is your card your new card working? Cause mine ain't. Nah, nah, I ain't even fuck with it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I feel like <laughs> they know better. Everybody trying to fucking log in. Look, I, I tried. I tried. I, at least I went to the ATM that's supposed to have worked, but it's not working. Child, mm. they know that could have did better. True. Y'all better sponsor this or else I'm going to drag y'all <laughs> every single day. Even <laughs> after my car starts working, I will drag <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to say, Truis, if you're listening, that purple cute girl, I like it. It is. It is. I am feeling It's that real cute. Cool. Real cute. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that, this more of the story is a lot of adults do act like kids when it comes to online platforms and just, you know, throwing people under the bus because, well, when it comes to those fake profiles and stuff like that. But... On a flip uh, on a flip flop, really, <laughs> on the flip <laughs> side of things, uh, what were when you were on the dating apps? What were the things that you were looking for? Were you uh, intentionally looking for a partner, or were you just out here hoeing like a good bit of people? Uh, I will say I was in the middle. Like I was like, 
primary objective number one, get all I can get while I can get it if I feel safe to have it. You know what mm. I'm saying? But objective one oh. B, you know, if you meet if you meet a, a potential prospect, you know, honestly entertain that. So mm. <clears throat> I did not have a lot of one night stands. Actually, I did not have I had two. I had two. I made out with a, a girl while her baby was asleep. And, <laughs> and then I uh then I met this like this kind of sketchy man. I met this uh little white kid, not kid, girl, woman. She was short. She was legal. <laughs> We met up in a park and like smoked weed and I fingered her. <laughs> so consensually. Consensually. <laughs> but yeah, like that was that was just that was all I had going on. I actually, even though I was on the apps and shit, like my favorite like data pool to fuck with when I'm single, but don't want to add no bodies is you guessed it, my exes. <laughs> you are with me. And you are no longer with me. What does that mean? You know what I like. I know what you like. You know how I like it. You know how you like it. We can do this thing that we like to do and leave it at that because we don't emotionally care for each other that way anymore. But can't say we don't care for each other that way completely because we still have a connection. Now, whether or not I engage or acknowledge said connection is purely up to me. Have I ever? Yes. Do I now? No, but <clears throat> I like tossing my exes, and somehow, no matter what I do to break up with a girl, we end up with the ability to still kick it unless they are actually well. I'm not can't even say unless they're in a relationship because she's had a whole nigga. But anyway, exes are a good source if you have mature exes that you can, you know, why buy a new car when you need an oil change? Ooh. Change the oil. <laughs> Keep on rolling. I fucks with that analogy. <clears throat> I fucks with yeah. that analogy 100. But it, that's real. Like um, low key, if you do have mature exes, you might as well c- continue in that pool because they know what you're here for, and that's it. I know. I know. Like for me, when I'm on apps uh, and someone asks me what I'm looking for, I tell them straight up: I am actively looking for a long term pa- um, partner. But passively leaving myself open to like a casual hookup or uh, a fuck buddy because I know what's for me and I know what's not for me. And more than likely, you're not going to be for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like, huh? I said, oof, the honesty. Look, I'm, you just got to be honest with people. If they can't take it, that's on them. I'm a whole ass adult, I don't need to sugarcoat anything. So it's like, if someone's not interested in me, just say you're not interested. It's, it's cool. You're not hurting my feelings because guess what? There's 7 billion people, actually more than that, on this planet. So I, I have I have a selection pool. I have a large selection pool. So <laughs> I'm just alone for the ride. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, so what, because I'm, I'm quite sure you met with some people um, during your your uh, you know whole phase and whatnot uh <laughs> what was some of the things that you did before meeting up with the person like like security like oh, security wise um so typically i always had a friend <clears throat> that i trusted 
So I would share my location with that person, you know, be like, all right, we meet up at this part, you know, we're supposed to be here doing this, you know, it should take about this long. If you don't hear from me by this time, call me, you know, have a little plan in place. Um, me personally, like I might have a weapon on me, concealed, of course, not for ill will, but you know, in case you want to try me, mm. make it simple. Um, but really, I don't even meet up with nobody that I don't like feel comfortable with over text mm-hmm. or like you know the screen or whatever, because if we if we can't connect this way, which is how we met, and more than likely we'll engage with each other at least while the relationship is new then what's the point of bringing it to the real world? That could just exacerbate these feelings and we should just leave it alone instead of pursue and try to push something that's not there for everyone or on both sides. So yeah, like just kind of know what you're there for or and what, you know, ascertain what they are there for and see if those two things align and, Mm -hmm. you know, make the most of it. So when it came to, I'm including both traditional and online uh, in this question, but when it came to presenting yourself to other people, um, how did you present yourself? Like, how how did you um, introduce yourself to somebody that you met in person? Or how did you structure your online profile when it came to trying to get people to be engaged with your profile or to swipe right, you know, things. Oh, like <clears throat> shit, honestly, I just kind of put, like, witty shit on there, like, funny stuff or things that, like, make you think, like, what the, you know what? You might be right. Like, you know, some shit like that. Attention grabbers, not, like, not, like, you know, sexy photos or, like, you know, a fresh haircut looking with the bedroom eyes. None of that. Like, I will, I did have that but not like readily available. Like you had to, essentially I had to feel that you were worth showing that too. So that was like another layer that you had to get to. But um, yeah, just like, yeah, just eye catchers, things that, you know, witty comments, jokes, you know, poetry, if you're really good at, you know, with the written word, you know, put a little bit of yourself into it, you know, something that will attract someone to you, something that'll make them go, oh, I didn't see that coming, or oh, that's interesting. I wonder what else is, you know, behind that person. Um, some people aren't good at that. And if you honestly don't know what your drawing points or attraction points are, I would say just be as honest and genuine as you can with whatever you post. Like mm. if you really care about koala bears, go ham about the koala bears, you know? Just show off your 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 genuine side because a lot of people in today's society, everything is so disingenuous that mm. the real thing when you find it is just something you want to hold on to. So <clears throat> show the things that we don't see, That's but not to the point where it's dangerous for you. <laughs> right. Like just to even piggyback on that part, like I know for myself, one of my main interest in life is what I do on a regular basis and that is talk about sex and learn about sex and just everything sexuality I can't put that on my profile because somebody automatically thinks oh this is somebody I can easily have sex with no mm -mm. have you tried to climb the Eiffel Tower have you tried (laughs) to climb any of these mountains out here it's just as hard if you're trying to just quickly get into it you know to fuck me so 
But I also learned that that's one of those things I just cannot openly put out there. So it's like you have to find that middle ground of representing yourself as genuinely as possible, but still um, be cognizant of how your your interests may come across to other people. But there are still going to be those people, regardless of what you post on that profile, who's just going to be focusing on their own their own side of things. They, there's people who just don't read profiles, so let's put it that way. <laughs> so, but you, you you get you on in these online platforms, you tend to um, learn how to weed those people out. So it's like it's it's a it's a everything. It's like very 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 interesting um, to be in online dating. But um, how do you present yourself when it comes to the like? face-to-face interactions like where did you usually find people when you were meeting those five that you were uh, engaged with previously uh shit wherever I was so like you know the gym work school church like corner store gas station I go get my rellos and shit from like just anywhere my mama always said like I had uh, the gift of gab like I ain't never met a stranger I could literally meet someone upon first sight and like we talking to them like we know each other all our lives so I guess that may have helped like especially if it's someone I was very attracted to like it's just like charisma and charm just oozes out of me I don't even be trying most of the time like actually I personally cannot float directly like, if I actually try to flirt with someone, it comes off mad creepy. Like, it gives major SBU vibes. But if I'm just being myself and chilling, like, you know, smiling, telling jokes, like, looking them in their eyes, you know, on some slick shit, but not really. That shit be turning motherfuckers on so hard. They be trying to get my number and, and hang out and get to know me and tell me their life story and shit. And I'm not even trying to. So I don't, you just got to figure out what works for you, I guess, and put that there. You're right. You're right. I 100% agree with that. I know uh, my flirting skills are horrible. Like, I can't imagine that. Like, (laughs) that's all bullshit. Ain't no way. No, like, I could come up with some wonderful, like, um, tips to like hit on somebody that will actually work out but when it comes to me to actually implement that for myself it's just like nah I, like I'm very shy uh, like that's part of the reason why I enjoy online dating because I don't have to worry about you know, like going up to that person like I find you very attractive have I done that in the past yes like to two people but um, for the most part I'd rather just see how things go when it comes to like vocalizing or flirting with somebody face to face, I just can't do it. I don't know. Like I could have a genuine ass conversation with somebody, but like, oh, your eyes just takes me somewhere. That kind of shit, <laughs> I just can't. Like, I'm sorry. it's so creepy. That sounded so like it sounded like you did not want to say any of it like like then i could be quickly like um so as i caress you take you slowly rub the crevices of your back my hand rolling down your body slowly sensually ever loving beautiful i could do that 
but I can't do stuff like that in person. Like, see, I'm the opposite. Like, I can't do that shit over the phone, but like in my actual presence, like one girl described it as like I have all this like sexual energy, and like when I want somebody, I like give it to them. Like, just they feel it and it feels good. It's new, it's different, and they just can't get enough of it. And I'm just like. I mean, I am horny, but no, like, I think I just like you. Like, you're interesting to me. But, I mean, that's how she explained it. Teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. Make me your student. I think you you have everything you already need. It's already there. It'll Don't come be a coach. Time. I did not ask for a coach. I asked for a fucking teacher. There's a difference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, pass the first test. you gotta want this shit, my nigga. <laughs> but do I want it? I don't. <laughs> Stop. Oh my God. Jokes on me. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I really do be trying my best to like improve my um, fucking flirting skills but i'm just like i'd rather just have a genuine ass conversation like like the stuff that a lot of people think are compliments i'm just like okay no (laughs) that turned me off i don't know i I think some of it is just me being confident in myself and the other part is just me not like really i think a little bit might come from like childhood insecurity who knows but it's just Um. I remember when we were drafting up this episode, you were talking about, but yeah, you were talking about how you often was choosing to cheat on your former partners. So want to talk about that? Yeah, we can. (laughs) Now, did you meet Uh, these people that you cheated on your partners with in person or online? In person, all of them. Really? Yeah, Uh, online and one online. That's interesting. Oh, the tea. So me, all right, so history of me, I come from a monogamous, strictly monogamous mother and a fucking womanizing ass father. Mm. So needless to say, you know, did not see a happy home. They they split before I could really remember. So I've always lived like child of divorce. So honestly, pause right there. And I did not say that to elicit sympathy because being a child of divorce was fucking lit at times. Like, I had two of everything. I went here and there. My parents was constantly competing with one another to get me the best shit. So, <laughs> I had a good-ass time for the most part. Now, the emotional turmoil of like, oh, did my father love me? Is my mama lying to me? Like, yeah, that was there, but like, stuff. So, yeah. I'm a material girl. Anyway, um, so yes, I saw my dad run through bitches like it was nothing. Like he kept all kind of caliber of bitches. You know, he literally became whatever that bitch wanted him to be. Um, and he wore many faces. Like you know, he was like a you know science major for my mama, and then other bitch, he was like you know a full on you know enlisted soldier. This nigga was an officer, but he posing as an enlisted soldier. You know what I'm saying? Then he's like a banker. Then he's a real estate tycoon. And he's just low key the tickler swindler, but like not swindling. So. <laughs> 
I watched that nigga and I was like, you bitches dumb as fuck. Y'all don't see this shit? Like, bruh, you don't pay attention to this? Wait it out, dick it out. Like, I guess my father was blessed because when nothing else worked, he had slain that cane and we got somewhere to stay. Like, it never failed. So I kind of adapted and adopted those principles. At the same time, I see my mama, like, you know, walking hand in hand with the Lord, not going on very many dates per decade. So, you know, I had two perspectives and I kind of created my own with that. So then it looked a little something like this. I get with a girl, we're dating, we're happy. Everything's happening quickly. You know, I like you. Oh, I, I want to be around you. Oh, I want to see you. Oh, take me. Ah, we're fucking. Uh, it's great. Oh, we do this again. Ah, we don't want to be around each other without each other. La, 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 la. And then the peak. We're here. We're about as far as we can go. That same shit ain't really hitting like it used to. We arguing. We 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 having weird fights, you know. This trust now is getting broken. Like we don't even know. Like we suspect each other. We sleeping back to back. Shit's horrible. Well, simultaneously during that period, I'm in the new. It's new. I want it. I'm getting used to you. I'm over with someone else. And I'm just repeating the cycle, weaving them in and out. Lord, did I have periods of faithfulness? Yes. Were those periods nice? Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes those periods of faithfulness made me have kind of a perspective of, see, I do everything right. I ain't even cheating on you right now. You still ain't happy. This ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Like, as fucked up as that sounds, it made sense to me. Now, mm-hmm. disclaimer, I'm in therapy. I did not say this fucked up, guys. Please don't come for me in these goddamn comments. But, uh, yeah. That, that's pretty much the origin of my history of cheating. I now am a reformed cheater. Um, and I treat it kind of like being a, a clean addict. You know what I'm saying? The temptation is always there. You know, I do know that I possess a skill that I can do that activity and get away with it. But my heart doesn't wish to do that because of the person that I love. She doesn't deserve that. She's everything. So, uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> if you have a, a tissue, it's okay to just, you know, block the eyes a little bit, you know. If you're tearing up, <laughs> you touch the feels, you hit the heart in that moment. <laughs> okay. But real talk, that's, that was, that was, that was, uh, that's real shit. Like, there are, people do cheat for many reasons and of course you had your reasons at the time because look some people feel as though if i'm not feeling this person they continue to bring up drama that doesn't really exist or you know present things as though i am unfaithful after a while i might as well do what they keep telling me that i'm doing so it 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 makes sense honestly but um therapy works y'all does but like it's it's good to see your growth um like for real adrian i don't think i well i know i haven't ever cheated on anybody so ha let me stop (laughs) (laughs) that's your truth and i love that for you (laughs) but i think i probably should cheat one of these days um why because i at least want to be like 
never have I ever cheated. Um, yes, I'm joking. Yes, <laughs> I'm joking. I, I'm just not a cheating type of person. I, I I will rather just ask for permission and then if it's a no, have that conversation of okay. So would I ever be able to have this opportunity? Oh, you're not into uh, having open relationships. Okay, I guess we shouldn't be together because I'm into that low key. Um, <laughs> And I've, I, I could actually do a monogamy, uh, a monogamous relationship, but sometimes, like you mentioned, there's new, and sometimes you do want something new. And if you've done all of the things under the sun with one person, yes, you can continue to do those things, but every now and again, you might want to introduce something that's unfamiliar with both parties. And that's why you have a lot of uh, older couples, older married couples who go to swinging clubs is because they get that that feel of something new and it's not that they're cheating it's just we're mutually here or we mutually agree upon this engagement so a question I do have is what is well what were some of the apps that you used back in the past um I was on tinder ill that shit was weird but Uh, Tinder, I did Plenty of Fish, I did no. Bumble, I did, did I do Black People Meet? I think I did do Black People Meet. I did Downlink, I did Mrs. Oh, her. Uh, that's where I met my boost. And I think, I think that's everything. Who's that, like 10? I just know Tinder is trash and POF should not even exist anymore. Yeah, it's definitely very right wingy in there. (laughs) (laughs) I have not experienced that, but I also believe it because mm, it's a lot of right winginess on these dating apps these days. Like, I was literally called. let me clear my throat for this a nigger uh like weeks ago and i'm like i didn't invite you into my my inbox at all like why are you here like you started this conversation i told you i'm not interested and now i'm a nigger what (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, uh two days ago on another app somebody was telling me how they're in new york fighting against porn and i'm like what okay Mm -hmm. you you." and then they were trying to tell me how porn is bad and how it's of the devil how it's dealing with uh how it turned people into pedophiles and all this other shit i'm like no that's not what porn does uh it's, it's actually the only sex education most people actually get which is also a bad thing yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of um, crazies out here. Um, can we get a safer internet, people? Please, hi, please. <laughs> I'm tired of um, being called a nigger for for no real reason. Uh, there's never anything naturally, but um, yeah, let's stop that. All righty, so I think it's a good time to introduce some never have I ever. All right. Got my little cards out. Let me get a little shuffle going on. So never have I ever done something inappropriate in a taxi. I'm going to also add Uber and Lyft to this question. No, I have not. I have not either. Am I willing to? Not really, unless it's the Uber driver. (laughs) 
<laughs> like truthfully, because I, I find it disrespectful. Like, you know, I've seen porns where um they're talking about how they're having sex while the Uber is driving. And that's very mm-hmm. disgusting and inappropriate to do. Most definitely if the Uber driver did not consent to you having sex in their fucking car. That is disrespectful. And who the fuck raised you? Um yeah but if the uber driver is just like hey um you kind of cute i might be like okay cool you kind of cute too what's up (laughs) what we trying to do but at the same time now i don't think i'm ever going to really have my uber driver drop me off at my actual apartment i just walk up (laughs) because no none of that would you like another question sure (laughs) <laughs> never have i ever had sex with a screamer or biter <laughs> i have <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> not you rub your oh. hands <laughs> i have too but what the hell got you rubbing your hands like that <laughs> well because uh so the girl i dated i don't want to be specific but a girl i dated um a larger girl uh she was a fucking screamer like i would literally be like yo shh like shut the fuck up <laughs> we're in your parents house in your bed she'd be like they can't hear me you know like but i love people like hearing her scream because like it was so fucking hot so yeah like you just you know you should go slow and you know get them give them light strokes, but then you hear that little first, and it's just like, over with. You just want to beat it the fuck up. (laughs) And I did. I'm done. (laughs) You know, I, if it's good, I bite. I'll be honest. If it's really good, I will actually bite somebody. But um, I'm not much of a screamer. Uh, I've been with screamers before, which is, it is actually kind of hot. I've been with biters, but yeah i think i'm here for it <laughs> i'm especially here for biters like bite me like you're a fucking vampire i'm like come on <laughs> Damn. just don't bite my nipples those things are sensitive we don't do that here we don't <laughs> not at all yeah my uh my fiance is like recently got me into hickeys like i've never really cared for them like for real and like when we first first met, like one of the couple times we met up, um, we made out, and she gave me like hickeys on my neck and on my chest, and I was just like, damn, like I when I got home, it looked like I had got beat the fuck up, but <laughs> it was it was like real hot, and I was just like, oh shit, look at me, like boom, my ah, tore me up, ah, like really cool. And so now, like, when she wants to kind of take take the experience up a notch, you know, she'll give me a hickey, and I'll just be like, ooh, yeah, we have sex. <laughs> Real enthusiastic. <laughs> I love it. Would you like a sex question? Yeah. I don't say no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to listen to music while having sex? Is there a particular type of music that turns you on and any specific songs? Yes, 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 yes. So um, I have a whole playlist dedicated to fucking, depending on the type of fucking I'm trying to do. 
Like, you know, I I had a little Valentine's Day mix, Ooh. you know, that was just a lot of like really heartfelt acoustic with low bass ballads and shit like some some look me in my eyes and stroke me deep shit you know mm. and then I have you know been we've been fighting and shit and you know somehow we done both got horny and we ain't fit shit but let's fuck got some of that got that uh sneaking home from work trying to get that quick nut got one of those like I have playlists for the sex I'm trying to have and I'm constantly always listening to music. So of course my library just expands and there are literally times I'd be listening to music and I'd be like, I thought I will I I'll fuck this shit out of Benita to this song. <laughs> <laughs> and I add it. And most of the time I send it to her and she'd be like, ooh, what's she trying to do to that? Or she's like, no. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah, I like it. I am a huge fan of having playlists for sex. Uh, I know one of the things, like I'm, I'm doing, uh, creating a sexual experience playlist, something that is all going to be based off of its, uh, it's like the instrumental side of the, um, of the music instead of the lyrics and see how that improves my sex life, uh, my full sexual experience. I know uh, a couple of the songs I have on there right now is Illusion of Bliss by Alicia Keys and uh, Writing on the Wall by Sam Smith and uh, Oldie Going in Circles, the Luther Vandross version. I don't know what it is. Oh, and Do You Really Want to Be in Love is also another song on there. But I don't know what it is, but those songs, if I'm not even listening to the lyrics, they do something to me. I'm just like, hmm. I might need to pick up on it with somebody. <laughs> you touch me in the feels. <laughs> what is your favorite sex song? Like from off of your playlist. The one that is like, this is the one I need to make sure is playing when I have her climax. <laughs> so Raheem Devon is pretty good for that moment. Um, there's a song called Ballerina. That uh, let's just say if you ever play it around Benita, you gonna see her do an interesting little smile. And if I'm in the room, her eyes are on me <laughs> because we got some memories to that guy. Um, shit, another good song. I fuck to the weekend. Like yes. I know people say it's kind of weird to fuck with him because all he talks about is fucking and drugs, but it's like I relate to that nigga. Like on some. On some past shit. Sometimes his beats be like real good to match the tempo to, you know, to give 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 your partner that that three D situation. Um, and shit, there's one song that I like. It's called BDSM by Mizzle, M I Z Z L E. It's like a Caribbean Afrobeat type song. That shit nasty, and I fucked the shit out of her to that while we were broke up. I fucked the shit out of her to that, and uh, it's forever locked into the playlist. Send that to me. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Because <laughs> that sounds like something I would definitely be into. Uh, I know, like, music just does something. Like, uh, when I first heard Come Through by um, her, and you know, with Chris Brown. 
That right. song made me regret not being more of a hoe in college. Like, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> like that song right there. I need. To, I might add that to my playlist. The only thing is that it doesn't. It doesn't make me feel like wanting to have sex. It just makes me wish I had more sex. So it's like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if it's going to make the playlist, but I I, I figured that out in time. Right. But with that being said, oh, got that text message. We'll uh, be listening to that later. Um, but yeah, with that being said, thank you so much for joining me t- on today's episode, Adrian. You are a blessing. I love you so much. Um, this has been the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and talk about sexuality. I love you all, and I'll see you all next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.